0: Just finished videotaping your base jump? That's great because this is a GoPro edition of Where the Money Is. Afternoon, everybody. This is a tech edition of Where the Money Is, and today I'm with Nathan Hamilton, and we're talking about GoPro. How's it going, Nathan? It's good. Glad to be here. Have you uh, ever done anything crazy with a GoPro camera on? (laughs) I don't know about with a
1: GoPro camera, but I was a pretty big skier in a former life. So, yeah, it it was very big. I I know where they're coming from with the market.
0: Would that have uh, bettered your skiing experience if you had one of those cameras? Yeah, it's cool
1: to see yourself on camera, hitting some big jumps, shred the gnar. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen, he did pull that off. Uh, So, first big story that we're talking about with GoPro is uh, essentially how a charitable donation caused the stock to crash a little bit. Whoa. What's the story here? Yeah. <laughs> Not the charitable, uh, the, the actual charity itself, right. but founder
1: and CEO Nick Woodman came out and gifted, let's see, it was about 5.8 million shares. Which is a lot. The stock's mm-hmm. trading in the 80s now. Yeah, so. it's about $500 million in total. For sure. So he gifted it to, a, um, to the Silicon Valley Community Foundation. And what are they? So, they provide grants for, say, education, economic benefits, um, you know, to help families out in the Silicon Valley region.
0: Very nice. Um, So, my understanding is, the rumors are swirling around the internet and everything, that this is, in essence, a way, or they made a big deal out of it uh, anyway, about the lockup with the shares and everything. Is that actually a story? Should investors care? (laughs) I don't know if
1: investors should really pay attention. to The ones that are investing in the long-term business of GoPro. Um, essentially, the the whole fuss about it, why shares traded down about thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, it was a lot Thursday. Yeah, um, it's before the lockup expiration, which is typically going to be six months after the IPO, and the IPO was in June. Okay. So you know what people are worried about is, are you know, do we essentially have 5.8 million shares? now going to be flooding the market from this charitable foundation the foundation has come out and said no we plan to keep the shares so ultimately awesome. it's um you know investors were scared by it just before of uh, before the lockup but it's not surprising when you've got a company trading at 10 times sales right. like GoPro is any little any bit little of trigger is, yeah is going
0: to going to affect the stock tremendously for sure yeah i i was shocked cuz i actually thought it was a bigger deal when i saw the percentage drop that the stock experienced. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a bigger deal than it actually was and I'm sure a lot of people uh, a lot of other people did.
1: Yeah, I mean ultimately in the end, not that big of a deal. So
0: the the real story is it's
1: not a story. (laughs) No, no story. I mean we'll have to wait until the lockup officially expires. There could be shares flooding the market at that point. Nobody knows for sure, but ultimately you have to put in the context. Is this part of the business? Does it affect the business? No, it affects the valuation. It doesn't make them sell more cameras. It doesn't increase their revenue. All it does is changes sentiment from investors on the right. stock, which you know is something to keep in mind because shares can be hit.
0: What is it about these companies that just had their IPOs and the founders then giving a bunch of shares to charitable trusts? As I recall, I think Zuckerberg gave a bunch of money right after Facebook had its yeah. IPO. But anyway, I think it's yeah. positive.
1: There's a was yeah. it the giving pledge from from Gates?
0: Yeah, he the... did sign that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Very nice, cool. Uh so uh, moving on regarding Bro- GoPro, the next story we have is their new cameras. This actually has probably a little bit more ramifications for investors. So what's the story here? So this week, they came out and essentially doubled the number of cameras that
1: they offer for consumers. Um, they introduced an entry level hero, which is, um, you know, just has lower specs than, than what we're used to with some of their better cameras. And then they've also got the $499 Hero 4 Black. Okay. This records in 4K video. It's their highest end model. Um, and then you've got the $399 Hero 4 Silver. Um, records in 2.7K video. Oh my. Yep, and both of those models offer Wi-Fi connectivity. So you can be and away on your GoPro app, control your, your camera from your, um, from your phone.
0: Very nice. So um, how will this affect, will this get more customers in the door or is it just giving more options to customers that are already there?
1: I think it absolutely drives more customers. Um, you have to look at it two, two ways. The entry level
0: camera brings in
1: a whole other market of users. So GoPro obviously is focusing on the action sports, skiers, snowboarders, BMXers, dirt bikers, right. um, car racers and so forth. That's uh, in the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty small market. Yeah. Um, so when you bring a camera out at the $129 price level,
0: you bring in a whole All of a sudden that becomes affordable for exactly. skateboard like yeah. just about anything.
1: I mean, anything. It doesn't even have to be action sports. Um, you know, it could be somebody along in their car wanting to record their video. Um, you know, playing flag football after work. Who knows? I'm
0: gonna get one of these cameras. Do you think anybody would wanna watch me walking down the street or anything? <laughs> if it's interesting enough. But I will try. <laughs>
1: but I mean, it, you really can't underscore the importance of it because it opens up a whole new market right. when there's such a premium valuation on the stock. You know, definitely is something worthwhile paying attention to. We'll want to see in the future quarters how it actually flows through to revenue.
0: Right. Um, and this actually lends itself to our third major point regarding GoPro, which is their uh, recent deal with the NHL and how that could actually mark a significant expansion of their future and the, uh, the business lines that they're in. Yeah.
1: So, they came out to... Actually, when was it? Earlier this week. and. They announced a deal with the NHL, and
0: specifically what this is going to do And this is, is a big deal. This is the first major yeah, sports organization that they've signed up with. As major
1: professional sports. You know, they've been in other, you know, the, the more niche
0: um, right. action sports. Yeah, that we were but, just talking about.
1: I mean, if we look at it, what they're doing is they're providing point-of-view POV coverage that they can run in segments of a broadcast. So if, um, you know, you've got a Saturday NHL game on NBC and, say, Henry Lundqvist takes a shot into the mask. What they can do is cut to a previous recording that GoPro has set up and show, hey, this is what it looks like on ice. It's not going to be live, holding right. the cameras on their helmets, right. but you can cut to footage from previous you know, practices. And it's just a way of making the, the broadcast more
0: engaging right. and, and building GoPro as a brand. Uh, why do you think the NHL signed up with GoPro? Um, do they have the best cameras? Do they really want to get into this? Do they, want they, need, to get...
1: they need the subscribership or okay. they need the interest the most. I mean, if you look at the major sports in the U.S., obviously you've got NFL, you know, NCAA football and so forth is, is very uh, heavily followed. Baseball, but hockey is always the one that's kind of left outside of the conversation. So it's definitely a move in the right direction to try and increase interest.
0: So, uh, just marking this deal with the NHL, and then you know, who knows if they sign up with the NFL or something like that? Um, could this lead to any ad revenue content deals? Like, is this you know opening up Pandora's box? Like, what what are we looking at here? Potentially, um, GoPro has mentioned
1: that they want to build a bigger action sports network. What that
0: ultimately looks like? A GoPro channel? No.
1: Perhaps, but you know th- that could be the content related. Um, related revenue. There's plenty of sponsorships to be had, you know, be it NFL, other, other sports. Um, revenue, ad revenue could be something, a la YouTube. Um, but they'd definitely have to have a, a pretty big subscriber base.
0: Much bigger one than they have now.
1: Yeah, or a pretty big user base to, right. to make that, um, I guess a driver of revenue to move the
0: needle. Okay, got it. And uh, before we move on, I, as I understand it, you have a little bit of other hockey related news for us? There is, this is a shameless plug on my part. But um, shout out to my team.
1: Oh, geez. The Reston, Virginia, Timberlakes. On Tuesday night, we won the championship. What was the final score? I believe it was 4-2 for our Beer League hockey team.
0: Oh, man. Yep. Did you, uh, I don't know, check anybody into the boards? Or? No, it was a clean game, but you know, the the people on the podcast. Hockey's no fun if it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: people on the podcast, unfortunately, won't see the image that is I'm shown, but um, you know our viewers online
0: can see the image. Very good. Well, congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, so what you called it a beer league is just just yeah, you go a bunch of guys afterwards. get together. Yeah.
1: We play in a uh, rec league.
0: Very nice. Yep. Well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. well, before we wrap up, I did want to mention um, basically our goal here at the Motley Fool is to help the world invest better. We do this a lot of different ways whether it's putting out um, you know free content on fool.com or you know through our premium newsletters or you know our mutual funds. And uh, One of the most important ways we've done this through the years is through our Stock Advisor newsletter. This has been about 10, 20 years. It's run by our founders, Tom and Dave Gardner. And uh, over just the last 10 years, it's actually uh, tripled the return of the S&P 500. So for our viewers of where the money is, we actually have a special offer. Just go to wtmi.fool.com to read a little bit more about this offer. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, Fool on!